I'm Vince Roca. Did he say Venti Mocha? And I'm Michael Hutchinson. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing we can do for you, bro. Uh, There's nothing we can do. It's broken. What what can you do? You're fucked. It's over. (laughs) So what's new, man? Uh, It's my last day of vacation. That kind of sucks. I'm bummed about that. Of your summer vacation. Uh, My summer vacation. The three three best things about being a teacher, June, July, and August. That's right. Although I guess it's only half of August. It is, but it is yeah, all of June, all of July, and then half of August. But we also get half of December. Don't you go to school at the beginning of June? Like you get off June 5th or something? Yeah, like June 3rd this year. Right. So it's july and you're back to school uh right now we're what day is it the seventh or something uh today's the 12th the no 12th. 11th 11th so tomorrow's the 12th so you're back on the 12th so you really only get two months off yeah so it's really not whatever happened to the labor day i want to go back after labor day yeah june july and august are kids in school longer now or is no. there just more holidays in the actually they're a little bit shorter now because of the furloughs and stuff like that we do 175 days 18 weeks a semester. There's just more holidays. and You get a longer Christmas break now. It used yeah. to only be a week. So now it's like three It was weeks. two weeks. When uh, we were in school, it was two weeks. Now it's three weeks. I remember going to, or getting off like the week before Christmas, and then uh, we would be back in the school the first Monday after. So it would be like the Friday before Christmas, we would be off, and then we'd be back the first Monday after New Year's. So like which only weeks. seems like a week. Well, that's no, because it. it's a week between Christmas and New Year's, and you still have those extra days in between that. All right, two weeks. So you got two weeks. So now we have three weeks. We have we get two extra days now for fall break. Some elementary schools get a whole week. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's spring break? Fall no, that's break? fall break. What is fall break? Uh, when uh, is that? That's October. And in October, you get how many days off? Uh, our district gives us two, but Just, there's some elementaries that give them a whole week. I have no idea why. Two days off. So that's like Monday and Tuesday? Or yeah, we get, a Monday, we get a Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> why? <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's weird. <laughs> and, oh, October is the month without... No, wait a minute. No, August is the month without holidays. October has Columbus Day. And we don't celebrate Columbus Day anymore. Haven't for years. So is that why you get the two days I off? I have no idea. Instead of Columbus Day? I have you know. I yeah. Don't they know. do they do shit like that though. Like uh, you, we can no longer celebrate MLK Day because it's uh, you know racist to not celebrate other religions. That's right, Caesar Chavez, whatever. right? Yeah, yeah Caesar Chavez. That's, that's the one. The one. And uh, but you know we still give you a day off. It's just not for Caesar Chavez. <laughs> <laughs> it's just nothing because, to do with yeah. Caesar Chavez. Just happens to be around that time, but nothing to do with. Well, that. it's like spring break. Spring break isn't or usually. It's not know, Easter. Break. It's not Easter anymore. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's spring break. Just happens to fall right around the right. Easter time. Coincidentally, that's how we plan it each year, but not just the spring break. But I did find out, you know, last last week we talked about how you know heaven was watching the house and everything. The house came back pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Well, got my bills in. Okay. Yeah. So the water bill was a hundred and like a hundred and seventy dollars. Uh, what is it normally? Forty. Okay. Well, I I don't know if I told you she fill overfilled the pool. Yeah. 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 Apparently, it overfilled into the neighbor's yard. Okay. She forgot to mention that part. So it was on for a long time for it to be over $100 more. Uh, your neighbor's water is usually cheap. Pam, right? Yeah, Pam. So they didn't notice it? Well, Tyler said something. I don't know. I, she said, oh, yeah, Tyler said something about the uh, water in her backyard. Okay. <laughs> and then electricity was 476 and it's normally about, during the summer, it's usually about 180 Is that two months or one month? That's one month. Four seven from one eighty to four seventy six. What did she do? I have no idea. They don't. Well, they don't turn off lights at all. That is, you can't do that. They, she, you I don't have, have no central air. You have no, the swamp cooler. Swamp cooler. 
Evaporative cooler. Uh, evaporative cooler, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Even running that I don't know if they ran. I don't know if they ran the spa. I know they like using the spa. I have no idea. And you have the new pool pump, right? I do have a new pool pump. But, the, the, you know, the boosters, if she ran the spa constantly, then... Yeah, that, if that, that was never turned... Yeah, that would. those are like two, three horse or something a piece, yeah. right? How many of them do you have? I just have one. One, okay. So if that ran nonstop, uh, that would probably cost you like five bucks a day. Uh, that would still be a lot of days. Even the that swamp. Would be, I don't. Cooler. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to check it out. Is for there sure. swamp cooler two twenty or one ten? One ten. Yeah, I don't. I may cost two or three dollars a day. I don't know. That's that seems really high. It does seem really high. In, I mean, in comparison, you're saying that your bill is normally. It is what it usually is. So yeah, so it cost me money to have them there. Well, you, well, okay. You didn't think it was going to. Well, no. It's usually uh, the past when I have other the other people watching the house that I never have an issue with. It's always the same basic bills that we've always had. Hmm. They, you know, Heaven and Daniel are there, and it's extra, what, 300 bucks for me? Hmm. Uh, I don't, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> uh, you can't, the lights don't use that much. Do you have, uh, have you changed most of your lights out for like uh, LEDs or compact fluorescents? I have some compact fluorescents, not all of them are. Um, but the lights you use, uh, well, no, because like the back room, I have that whole thing of oh, all, all the halogen. Chocolate. All yeah. the halogen chocolate. And I have what? Probably 12. Yeah. Told back there, I have four halogen in my Might be dining good, room, which I'm not. I'm sorry, living room, which is always on. I'm sure. Might be a good investment to swap those <laughs> out for LEDs now. I swap mine. They burn a lot cooler. That was the real thing. Is the freaking heat? That they yeah, especially the back room. Yeah, it's a lot. So dropping those, changing those to halogen, but the fuckers are expensive, like twenty five dollars each or so, ten dollars each, something ridiculous. I remember it was expensive, but they're supposed to last whatever fifty years or some shit like that. But you still have to, you still have to invest our. The lights, all the can lights, was something ridiculous. I I spent six hundred dollars at Costco buying LED lights. Uh, I ended up returning like five hundred and fifty dollars worth because after I came home and hooked them up and looked at them, I didn't like them. <laughs> it was like I didn't like the <laughs> no. way they looked and the didn't the, put out enough light. No, it wasn't necessarily light. There's two things when you're buying lights. Light buying lights now. If anybody's ever has done it recently, is a fucking science. Um, it's no longer, you just buy a light bulb and screw it in. Uh, now there's color temperatures, then in uh, color temperatures and incandescent led flood, um, compact fluorescent, all of them have different color temperatures. So each type of bulb has different colors that it casts. And then there's the beam width that it casts. So you can get like a 50 watt that's got a wide beam width width, and you can't compare it to another 50 watt, like compact fluorescent that has a narrow beam width you'll be like oh this one puts out more light you have to have both of them with the same width to try and compare and then figuring that shit out because not every man there's no standardization between manufacturers to really have like a chart to go by so there's a lot of guessing and a pain in the ass i read reviews more i probably read more on reviews of light bulbs on amazon than anything else that's been reviewed (laughs) on amazon because people bought them and tested them and were like well you know, the beam angle on this is this and that. The ones that are in our entryway, the LEDs, put cast good light. They have a good beam width. But the ones that I put in our bathroom were too narrow. So they, like, made pools of light on the counter but didn't hit the mirror. So if you leaned into the mirror to shave or for Deanna to put on makeup, you now had shadow. You lost <laughs> you light. See anything. So you needed a wider beam angle to hit everything. Anyway. 
fucking riveting talking about lightning. <laughs> like, Ooh, I didn't realize it was such a science. <laughs> 40 year old first, <laughs> uh, first world problems. Uh, yeah. What else? What's new? Uh, your daughter uh, cost you a bunch of money over the summer. Yep. Yeah, she did. Well, I told you she's still unemployed. Actually, you didn't. Oh, I didn't. Uh, no, she's still unemployed. I know she lost her Radio Shack job. But yeah. So she left. Unemployed. Yeah, that's right. She was looking for. She put in like three applications or something. We did talk about that. Yeah. Well, she's putting in more now. Why did she lose the Radio Shack job? Uh, she being late. Yeah. There, there was one day where she was supposed to open Yeah, and no one was there until like the store opens at 10 and her store didn't open until I think it was 1230. Yeah. Was that a, the Valencia store or was she still out in Morro Bay? No, it was out here. It was, that was out here. Yeah. So she can't transfer to another store. <laughs> <make it go laughs> Not away. this time. No. Um, so she's, she's still unemployed. Yep, she's still unemployed, searching for jobs. Sometimes, you know, I had to wake her up at four the other day. In the afternoon? In the, the afternoon. morning. In the, in the afternoon. <laughs> okay. Like, uh, don't you need to go up looking for a job? Uh, you know, she goes out and pl- over to her friend's house and plays Xbox. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. She's starting to realize she has no money now. There's got to be like a, in Venice, a medical marijuana dispensary she could get a job at. <laughs> <laughs> she could enjoy. Start, um, start searching for jobs at the dispensaries. Yeah, she's attractive, so you could stand out there asking people. You know, if you <laughs> would you like to hold, sign hold up the sign. Card? Yeah, uh, there's one on Hollywood, the Venice Cannabis Medical Dispensary, or uh, not dispensary, whatever they they give you the cards. I don't think they sell stuff there. Uh, although you can buy plenty of it on the street from people who are not certified dispensers. <laughs> But they, you can go in and you can get your card. So I walk by a lot and there's always somebody out there who is trying to get you to come in and get a card. But I've seen a lot of uh, foreigners, which I thought was interesting, getting cards in there, which I think is just the, you know, to, to get just a marijuana card. Yeah. yeah. They probably are never, because I'll see families like. <laughs> I um, want one of these just for fun. Right. And Look what I, so I got I in America. I got a marijuana <laughs> card in America. It's like a fucking hundred bucks or something like that, I think. Yeah. But. To them, they're maybe their dollar stronger than ours, that it doesn't matter so much. That's probably true. So she's <laughs> jobless. She's jobless. Yeah, she's realizing because she, she was expecting a bunch of student loan money to come through, and apparently that doesn't happen when you're at a junior college level. I think. Where was she, she expecting it to come? She applied for student loans and yeah. it got turned down. Yeah, well, she expected. She said that according to the website, she qualified for so much money, and then well, when time came, they're like, uh, "No, you don't qualify for that much." So she went to a website and figured out she could just borrow her way out of well FAFSA, which is the uh, federal something. That's where the student loans. Okay, you have to apply for that for student loans. Okay, and that was her game plan. Was just to, I, it sounds like it. I think that that was the plan. Was she was going to get like five thousand dollars for for uh, for junior college? Cool, <laughs> but not go because she's not going back. Right? She is going. She's oh. she's registered for two classes right now, but because they're impacted. School starts for her next Monday, I think. So she has to go set in classes and hope she gets them. And at COC? At COC. And are the what are these riveting classes, these intellectual classes she's registered for? Well, she's actually trying to take some of the basic ones. So she's trying oh. to get into an English class. I think she's already in a biology class. She's trying to get to a psychology class. So she registered for two and she's going to crash some others? Is that yeah, it? Yeah, she's okay. going to have to. That's good. So she Air Force is out then? No, she's still saying. She, well, did we talk about this before? I thought we did. She's she's planning on uh, oh, that's January. Right. That's right. January is when she's, but she still won't go in and talk to a recruiter yet. I don't know why. That's, oh, you had also said in a previous podcast when she was in, still in Morro Bay, that she had found religion. She had met a girl and found religion again. Yeah, but I, she hasn't. Has that faded again? <laughs> it has. Okay. Religion came and went. 
Yep. Well, yeah, cool. at one point she wanted to be a missionary. Oh God! When she first came back, you mean go on a mission to another country, or be like put on a suit, ride a bike, and go door to door knocking here? Like go to another country, not like oh, okay. not, not not like the not like the uh, the. I'd be down with that. I mean, I can I can believe in God if they're going to fly me somewhere to like you know see something. Yeah, but you cool. have to belong to a church, though. I mean, you have to be there for a while before they're going to support you and say, "Sure, go do it." It's not like she can be. I'd like to be a missionary. Can I apply now and just send me somewhere? Sure. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just a straight up free trip, right? Yeah, which I think she'd be good at. She's a really good people person and likes to help. I think she'd be great at it. I probably would be really good for her. She'd see another country. She was interested in nursing at one point, so she could do that, take care of people, fish out of water, so partying isn't going to be there, and you know she'll have to be responsible and alert for things, so she would probably come back much more mature than when she left. Yep. But it's not going to happen, so it's it doesn't not. really matter. It doesn't. Right. Moot point. Mm-hmm. Next. Air Force, <laughs> best bet still. I know. They'll send her somewhere. I'm hoping and give her a paycheck, <laughs> right. guaranteed paycheck, place pay to live. You, pay you, send you, and make your ass responsible. Uh-huh. And no more partying. But what else with her? Nothing. Nope. That's Something. pretty much it. Yeah, that's pretty much and it. And the boy, her. the boy is back in Texas right now, and he right. will be back on the 16th. No, 15th. He got a flight out, you know, back into L.A. Mm-hmm. But he never asks if it's good for me. So he comes back at like 3:10 in the afternoon into LAX <laughs> on my first day of school with your kids. <laughs> Uh, so guess okay. who's not going to be there to pick him up? Okay. I don't know. It just seems like, hey, do you think this day is okay or this time? You're right. It just seems logical I'm, that you would I'm ask. going to uh, September 6th and 7th. I'm going to Doc, Utah in St. George, Utah for uh, making waste. It's showing there. The crew was flying out from Florida, and I waited for them to book their flight so I could schedule mine around there so we could all be there. At the same time, get picked up at the same time, drive around at the same time, and I'm not even related to those guys. So. It seems like you'd ask, wouldn't you? I right. mean, if you're, hey, and okay, 310 and LAX, and we're not close to LAX, so Mm-mm. I'm guaranteed to hit traffic. What'd you do? Did you just tell them to take the flyway? I told him I don't know yet. I'm like, you can ask Kevin because she doesn't have a job. She doesn't have a car, but she can use his car, and he doesn't necessarily like her using his car. Either way, he should take the flyaway. Well, the issue with the flyaway is because he has a bag and he's on crutches. So it's not very easy for him to get around. If he wasn't on crutches, then yeah, he'd be he'd be on the flyaway with no problem. I mean, he could leave his bag at the airport and pick it up later on yeah, his I own guess. time, on his way down to San Diego or whatever. Yeah, I probably could do that. Yeah, it's just, it's just hard. Just taxi cabs. Now, I also don't think that he got an appointment for his cast because Daniel's one who just thinks like, oh yeah, it's just going to be okay. Like I'll call and tomorrow I'll have an appointment at the doctor's. <laughs> okay. So I I I. I think that he told me, I asked when his next appointment was, and he said, I don't know. No one was at the office when I had to make the appointment. Right. She was on lunch or something like that. Right. So I'm not sure if he has an appointment. Typical kid. Yep. Mm. <laughs> and he's going to get pissed at the doctor's office because he's not going to get, he's going to have to wear the cast for a couple extra weeks. I'm assuming. That's just a guess. Okay. Maybe he did make the appointment. <laughs> Maybe he did, and he get it off. <laughs> but he did get it for another three weeks. So Yeah, he has to carry it. He has to wear it for another three yeah. weeks. Yeah, I remember. How's uh, Carrie's, uh, like... Uh, still a little painful. She goes Thursday, no Wednesday. She goes Wednesday to go check it out at another doctor who wouldn't take her at first because they didn't do the surgery. She was mm-hmm. like, oh, I was on vacation. I don't want to go back to the place I was on vacation to. <laughs> well, we don't do that because we didn't do the work. Right. So what the hell are you supposed to do if something happens to you on vacation, you come back home? They eventually did. They're like, well, I had to okay with the doctor, but he says it's okay. And we will. Yeah. 
Okay, that's just got to be someone in the front office that's dumb, that doesn't know, <laughs> doesn't true. get it. Because you still have, I mean, you have health insurance. Your health insurance cover you there. It's going to cover you here. It's, mm-hmm. You've got to have something somewhere. You think, and it, you know, the surgery's done. All they got to do is x-ray it and go, oh, yeah, it's fixed. Because I would, yeah, I would be calling the health insurance company and saying, hey, they don't want to take care of me here. Do you cover flying me back to <laughs> Parker, like Arizona? Because that's a medical expense now. And they got to cover some of it. You can take an ambulance, I guess, all the way and pay your $75 copay. <laughs> right. And then an ambulance oh. back. <laughs> they get a bill for like $40,000. Mm. When does she go in? Uh, Wednesday. Pretty sure it's Wednesday. Is she have kid? Is she back at school now? She gets kids on Monday. And we left the wheelchair. We used the wheelchair for her in Vegas. She had her 40th birthday in Vegas. Right. How'd and, that go? Uh, it went, actually, went pretty good. I guess you can finish the story of the kids before we Oh, well, anyway, yeah, she's just going to be she's tired. She's going to be really tired having to wheel herself around. Mm. Um or crutching herself and then trying to get in between the cha- desks and the chairs and stuff like that. Mm. I think the first day is going to be really hard on her. Well, hasn't she moved the classroom desks around to well, a Yeah, but there's only so much room in a classroom. You know, she has the big tables and stuff right. like that. And then kids are, you know, they're going to put their stuff and have their chairs all over the place, you know. Well, the uh, school has to accommodate her. She's crippled. They do. And they've been, they're going to have someone there to walk their kids to and from lunch and recess oh, and that, okay. all that kind cool. of stuff. So they are doing their best. But in the classroom where she's teaching, it's still going to be hard because she right. has you know different stations she goes to. She has the same kids all day right. that have to do and would she teach seven different subjects or something like that. Right. Well, she so she's learning what it's like to be crippled, <laughs> handy capable, handy capable or handicap ADA American Disabilities Act. So she'll be uh, more compassionate when she sees all those silly ADA requirements. I that, think she has a new look for people who are on crutches and like how you can't really do anything when you're on crutches. Yeah, it's fucked up. When I blew out my knee, I rolled around in a wheelchair and crutches and did all of that before. But there's still uh, ridiculous things. When you're in front of Best Buy, Costco, or whatever now, there's those uh, dots that they put in the oh, yeah, the concrete. Braille dots. The Braille dots, yeah, whatever. There's just a bunch of dots. They don't say anything. No, no, um, but it's for blind people. So they yes. know there's a street there. So, right. So they know they're approaching the street or something, it, it, which just makes no fucking sense whatsoever. It's annoying when you have a shopping cart full <laughs> you of stuff. you got to roll over it and it's, yeah, bouncing. Uh, the other one is, uh, for people in wheelchairs, the drain pipe underneath sinks now needs to be double insulated so they don't burn their knees in case there was really scalding hot water coming out of the tap. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, so you wash your hands with scalding hot water. It heat and you run it so long that it heats up the drain pipe, but uh, you can't have that drain pipe touch your knees because then it'll burn your knees. Why are your knees going to be down that low? Because you're in the chair, so your wheel you have to wheel under the sink. It still seems like it'd be. It's ridiculous. It's fucking so ridiculous. Such a ridiculous requirement, but it's like the. But sticker. somebody must have burned their knees. It's like the sticker on a Coke machine. <laughs> Tipping this over may cause serious injury or death. Uh, there's there's stupid warnings on all kinds of things. A friend of mine has a little kid and uh, we were over at her house and their toilet is uh, strapped, has like a little safety strap to keep the lid down. Her kid's like 20 months. And, you know, it's because kids can drown in one inch of water or something like that. To which I was just like, here's an idea. Teach the kid how to fucking swim. <laughs> like, <laughs> problem solved. As opposed to putting a strap Face on Face in water, I bring it up. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can't breathe. Lift <laughs> head. Oh, there we go. Uh, we survived. <laughs> I went to, yeah, we did survive without a strap. I went and saw Elysium last night. And I was at the, the urinals are water free. And watered urinal, w- women listen close because you won't you don't understand or any of this 
But a water, water urinal, when you're peeing in it, the water absorbs some of the shock of the water going in. So actually there is a reduction in splash. Now when you have a waterless urinal, you're just peeing on plastic or on a on porcelain. porcelain yeah. And there's you got to get the angle right to try and stop the splash. Don't want splash back. Yeah, you don't want the, the sprinkler effect. So I'm in shorts and sandals and I'm peeing and I felt a little sprinkle. So I kind of readjust and I'm trying to figure out. And then all of a sudden it occurs to me that might not be my splashback. <laughs> There are guys at urinals on each side of me, and that might be theirs. And this was not, obviously, not a pleasant experience that I'm pretty sure I just got peed on by the guys <laughs> on, on the urinals on each side of me. And when I went Those to golden showers, yeah, I because both and I was angling all over and aiming, and I was like, oh, well, maybe here, maybe here. And I'm like, it's not fucking stopping. Like, I'm still <laughs> getting my feet are getting hit, both my feet are getting hit. There's a guy on each side of me. They're wearing pants. So after I wash my hands and I take like fucking five paper towels to dry my hands off. And then I sort of like wipe my <laughs> Get feet. yourself a bath. I, yeah, exactly. But, and you know, so fucking disgusting. And then when I came home, uh, when I got home last night, as soon as I let canine out, he come up to me and started sniffing my legs. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> he smells something. Yeah, he's, a, he's like, oh, I have somebody else's pee on my legs. So then I had to go clean up more. I did learn a valuable lesson. Now I think I'm done with urinals. I think it's just, I'm, you're a stall guy. I, it's it period. I think it's just straight because if I was wearing pants and shoes, I would not know that somebody peed on me as they didn't know that someone, the guy next to them was peeing on them. So now if I just go into a fucking stall and there's two walls on each side of me, I know I'm not getting peed on by anybody or anything. And I don't, even if I can't feel it, I don't want to be peed on. No, I don't blame you. I always try to make sure my shoelaces are tied and nothing drags. Yes. Because, <laughs> yeah, the floors are bad in there. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't want to be touching those shoelaces later. Uh, my shoelaces are never long and they're, yeah, they're always tied. So they're, they're never hitting the ground. But kids these days who sag and their fucking pant legs just, what do you mean? They drag all over everything. It's fucking disgusting. The audience at home won't see this, but I cut myself when I was working on a home improvement project right here so uh it's it's like just below my thumb it, there's like this one inch line cut on my hand one morning i went to the bathroom and the uh, light was still off so it's kind of dark and i wiped and then i brought the toilet paper fold forward to fold it and i saw the cut in the dark and i was like ah <laughs> i thought i <laughs> got, got, got it close <laughs> yeah i thought that was so and it wasn't so thank god for that but yeah that was kind of <laughs> hmm. Another, well, I, was, I was in a urinal the other day and i saw uh, someone wrote fuck faggots or fuck fags actually and i'm thinking is that pro or is it against <laughs> i don't know i've got my <laughs> Because <laughs> it could go either way. Fags are bad, or we should fuck fags. Exactly, because that's what you do, right? If what it, did you mean? Huh, hmm. yeah, just one of those random thoughts. Hmm. Like they should clarify. One other day, I was wiping, and I was holding the tissue to when I went to go fold it over again. But I was holding the tissue too gingerly, and I guess the air or something caught out of my hand, and it started to float down to the ground. It was headed to my leg. I had to switch that out of the way real quick, and then it hit the ground face down. And I looked at it and I was like, oh man, <laughs> what do I do? This sucks. <laughs> yeah. And it, unfortunately it was my home bathroom. It wasn't like it was, <laughs> it was at a gas station and could just be like, oh, well, it sucks. Right. Yep. So yeah. 
bathroom tales. Fuck faggots. <laughs> fuck faggots. Did it say Positive. Fuck faggots or fuck fags? I think it was fuck fags. So it could be talking about cigarettes. Well, that'd be kind of harder to fuck, I guess. I don't know. Maybe they're against cigarettes smoking. Maybe it was a woman who wants to fuck a cigarette. She likes small dick guys. Okay. Possibilities. Do they call cigars over there fags? If you're smoking on a cigar, you're smoking on a fag. That's a good question. I don't know. What else? You uh, you went to Vegas, Las Vegas, with the wife for her 40th birthday. For the 40th, yeah. Right after the X Games, we took off. Pushed her around in a wheelchair. Yep. Uh, yeah, crutches were going to be way too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got there. Plus, Friday. you get some preferential treatment, I imagine, when you're there. Yeah, you know, everyone's really nice. There sure. were people buying buying her drinks and stuff like that. She's also wearing a, a well, she's telling everyone it was her birthday. Mm-hmm. As we were going around um, on Friday night, it was what they call first Friday down there. Apparently they're trying to make downtown more artsy. So they have this thing called first Friday, a lot of African Americans there, which isn't a bad thing. I'm just saying there's a Is lot of first African- Friday to celebrate. See, first, uh, no, it, no it's some okay. kind of arts thing in, in downtown. Okay. Cause we always stay on Fremont. So all these African Americans down on Fremont, mm-hmm. ton of cops, more cops than I've ever seen on Fremont. Okay. Carrie's going around to all these. Do you think there was a correlation? <laughs> well, I I I found, I found it odd because Saturday night there weren't as many cops and there weren't and as many, many African Americans. Americans. Okay. So I don't know if it was a first Friday thing, if if something bad has happened on a first Friday, but you know, there's all these like gangster, you know, scowling big African American guys, you know, that, that you usually stay away from. Carrie's like, push me up to him. I want to give him a hug. It's my birthday. Which is really funny because all these guys who are like, you know, leaning up against the wall, pants pant sagging, acting all big, badass guys. Okay, they, so it wasn't just African Americans. It was a gang type. It seemed population. like, yeah. Cause okay. it was, you know, the thug life. Yeah. Okay. So she wants to hug thugs? Yeah. You know, she's drunk. <laughs> so I'm pushing around. But it's kind of funny. They're like, okay, mama. Well, happy birthday, mama. <laughs> All of them were like, oh my God. it's kind of funny though. Cause all of them, and they, you know, they had the scowl on, you, you know, looking more badass. racist than I ever have. Oh my God. How's that racist? That's what they would say. I don't know. You just pulled out that accent. Thank you. Mama. Thank you, mama. That's what they would say. Thank you, mama. All right. That's <laughs> don't mean to be racist. That's what they would say, which I just thought was interesting. Like all of them were like, mama referred to her as mama. But she, but they'd Any all give her, they'd all she, give her hugs, and they would all like smile afterwards. Was she wearing something that said she turned forty, or was she just saying it was my birthday? See, the first night it, she was just wearing a, uh, oh, she was just going up telling everyone it was her birthday. Because mm. Carrie doesn't exactly look forty, and so I don't know where they would come up with mama. Like I, I know, think I that's just what they call mother. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if that's just what they call females. I don't. When you say they, they who do you right. mean they? <laughs> the urbans, the urbans. <laughs> How's the that? Ur- I don't. I think I don't know that that got any better. It's what they call female. Uh, the urbans. Uh, yeah, the urban dictionary. Check out the urban dictionary. Right. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> any anything else? <laughs> no, no. I just I just found that interesting. But it's kind of funny because they they'd all give her hugs mm-hmm. and they'd all smile afterwards. So she brought some happiness she did. to the urban's community. To, <laughs> to the thug life, as to you the, referred to them. To the, the thug life. <laughs> well, uh, actually, know, even, even walking down, yeah, we were going down to Old Cortez, and there's a bunch of East Fremont is what they call it. And they had people lined up on the side of the streets in the zip cuffs, which I've never seen them like that before either. What was the art? I, that I don't know, because it's further up. I don't, so you I, never went to the art no. to see the art? I mean, was no, it they said it, it graffiti art exhibit? I I said I have no idea. It was kind of weird. Because thug life usually ain't about the art. So I, 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 it, it had to have been some like urban art 
type of thing, graffiti or something. I don't, I don't know. know what they're like, but it's First Friday. It's always like this. So then First Friday must be connected to some sort of urban mm-hmm. art. Maybe. And so never... they are trying to totally redo downtown. <laughs> By bringing this... in the thug life? Well, I don't know. You know, it, I don't know. It, you know. Everything was hopping, though. I mean, all the clubs and all that. There's a casino for Paris. There's a casino <laughs> for kids. There is no urban casino. That's what we need. First Friday. Friday. Are we checking it out? See what it's all about? Ah, uh, well, you didn't Google it, so we should. I didn't. I guess I should have. I just heard first, first Friday in Las Vegas, downtown Las Vegas. Artist. Well, so I don't know. Maybe something bad happened the first Friday before that. Like I go up there for bike fests and stuff like that, where there's guys wearing colors and and. But I've never seen that many cops there. Oh yeah, and we've established that you hang out with uh, bikers who were killed people in good time. <laughs> the, the one percenters. First Friday is celebrated in the Arts District of downtown Las Vegas. First Friday has a great variety of artists, vendors, and activities. The event is free. See, doesn't make it sound like a bad uh, event at all. Where can I look forward to the art galleries on First Friday? Most of the art galleries in the area stay open late and hold special exhibits or events in celebration of First Friday. Did uh, some, ooh, see, where's the lost and found of First Friday? <laughs> what is, well, is it possible to Google if something happened on the July 1st Friday? <laughs> That's fact. Artists. I mean, the website does have definitely an urban appeal to it. Oh, yeah, that it does. So. Um, but there so I'm curious. Like maybe maybe something bad Friday. happened after on the first Friday, and that's why there's so many cops there. Yeah, it's, it, it's I don't funny. know. I, I just found it funny because, Carrie, we go up to all these guys. I, I have no idea how many people I had to stop and... She'd be, give me a hug. And it's, you know, groups of guys and girls. Thug life girls? Thug life girls. Would they call her mama too? Actually, some of them did. Like, like I said, I think. What's up, sister? Um, See, that just got racist. <laughs> or racial or something. I don't know. Racial, so it's not just me. No. Uh, mission. First Friday Foundation is a nonprofit organization dedicated to supporting and advancing local artists and inspiring civic art in Las Vegas. First Friday Foundation will implement programs that keep local artists working, creating, and integrating with the community. Commissioned projects, grants, public art and architecture design, competitions, and artist-in-residence programs are a few examples of how we will accomplish our objectives. Um, so it's filled with bullshit. <laughs> it attracts an urban environment, or maybe just this particular week it attracted an urban environment. Or If the police say that it happens every week or every time, first Friday, then I guess it's not really advancing artists, is it? And- I think I found out why there was uh, the, so many cops. <laughs> okay. Joe Downtown, two injured in early Saturday shooting under Fremont Street experience, police report. Oh. Yeah, it's probably a, that probably would explain why, wouldn't it? That might taint First Friday. Uh, let's see. And that happened on uh, June 10th, 2013. Hmm. That, that would probably be why. No. Yes, it's true. So yeah. Cool. So she went around in First Friday, and what else? I mean, what else happened while you guys were there that was exciting other than... Uh, let's see. Oh, I met with, uh, well, I did a slot tournament. I ended up coming 76 out of 165. So that's not bad. I got a hundred bucks in free slot play. Woo. Okay. They also gave me an extra 50. So I got 150 free slot play. I have four nights free. Actually had three nights free. Uh, we did have tickets to go see Louie Anderson, but decided not to. Okay. She's just not a big fan. And I got to have brunch with Oscar Goodman. Oscar Goodman was the mayor of Las Vegas for many years, and before that, he was uh, the lawyer for the mob. 
Okay. So in Casino, Joe Pesci's character, uh-huh. who's based on a real guy, that was one of his clients. Okay. So that was pretty cool. Cool. I mean, he's total old school. Uh, his wife is not. He's, so Why he was did mayor. you have brunch with him? Why not? But it was he, part of the deal that oh, okay. they gave me. All right. It was he, owned, he owns Oscars. Package. Yeah, he owns Oscars, which is a, a steakhouse there. And they did our, our uh, part of the package was brunch with him. Cool. I know. He does have a book out, which I'd actually like to read. Because some of that, uh, the mob stuff is pretty interesting, how they used to run things and stuff like that. A lot like of that. the mob stuff is interesting. That's yeah. why The Sopranos was such a good show. Yes, it was. Yeah. And then we ended up staying another night. I talked to my casino host there, and I'm like, I didn't want to drive home Sunday traffic. So he's like, sure, I'll, I'll hook you up. <laughs> yeah, especially for a Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> we'll discount the normal $7 rate to you and give it to you for free. That's right. Um, yeah, getting a, a room in Vegas Sunday through Thursday, not a hard thing. Yeah, especially downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but my liver, I think, is still recovering. You drank a lot? That's strange. I know. You're not even a much of a bit, drinker. Bitch drinker. Uh, your flip-flop party is coming up. Yes, it is. You coming? Oh, that's right. You did say you were. Deanna okay. didn't yet, though. Oh, so when, she, she's not coming. When is it? The 24th. The 24th of this. So we're like two weeks away. Yep. Yeah. Anything special planned for your flip-flop party? Uh, no. Last uh, time on a podcast, I talked about, when I talked about your, I had a, a terrible time at your last flip-flop party, and I was bored. And we discussed that maybe it was me who was the boring person and not necessarily <laughs> your friends. Although I was, I'd be, I began by uh, saying that your friends were boring and then realized that it was me. I think I had a conversation was her name, Ashley. Is that her name? The speech there? Yes. Ashley. Yeah. Who said I had no filter. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So is Ashley going to be, the, I think actually, okay. well, I sent her an, an invite. I will make sure I'll, I'll send her an email also. I was just, I was curious cause you know, we had such a meaningful conversation. <laughs> you did talk to her for a long time last I did. time. We did talk for well, a you know, a lot of people who show up there are teachers, so they all talk teacher stuff. Um, yeah, whatever. I mean, that's true. You're going to, you're going to talk business, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be boring about business. I mean, you and I talk about your students and teacher things, and we usually talk about interesting things that happen in school. <laughs> yeah. Not every podcast. Uh, some of them are pretty boring or some of the parts of them are pretty boring, but hopefully our voices are soothing to those <laughs> listening on their way to work right now. Time and temperature, 127, 88 degrees. You like dog TV. Today's celebrity birthdays. <laughs> Have you watched dog TV? I, uh, I mean, change the subject. No. Do you know there's dog TV out there now? Uh, is it a network? It's a network. It's uh, on, uh, well, Direct TV has it. So I don't know if everyone has it. It's uh, I got the, little, the message. Hey, check out new dog TV. TV for your dogs. TV for your dog. Okay. Apparently dogs in analog couldn't see the screen because it would flicker. Oh. But now in HD... It's smooth, so they can sit around and watch it. And they have some soothing sounds that go along with it that they've found that dogs like. And then there's also nice pictures of things. So there's dogs running through the meadows or sitting watching the lakes. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Okay. So are you watching America's Got Talent? I have not. This year there – well, last year there was a dog act that won. But this year there was a girl with a little um, dog doing a dog act. A dog looks like a, a sort of – Boomer, Benji kind of poodle, curly hair, sort of like Benji with a white poodle type hair. So Tika, the little chihuahua, is sitting on the you know plane with her toys or whatever in between Deanna and I on the couch. And this act comes on and she turns and looks at the TV, jumps off the couch, stands in front of the fireplace, gets up on her hind legs and is watching the fucking television. <laughs> 
And Deanna and I are just dumbfounded <laughs> by this. What's going on? The act goes on, and the, you know, there's night ninety second performance. And when it was over, she lost interest and wandered away. And I was like, "There's no way." So I rewound it, and so then I'm calling her and pointing. We're pointing the TV, and we're like, "Tika, look at the TV." Look at the, and she, so now she's looking at us, like, "What's going on? What do you want?" So I was like, "Yeah, it didn't happen." And you know, when we both stopped trying to get her attention her head floated back over to the tv she saw what was going on walked back in front of the tv up on her hind legs and started watching the fucking television <laughs> the dog three times in a row watched this performance and just kept watching this little boomer dog running around onto this girl's back between her arms between her legs or whatever i, I just amazing i could not deanna and i were just floored that the dog is actually watching tv so it's interesting that you say that, that old analog television, the flicker rate, but now with high definition TV that they could see it. So there very much could be some truth to that. I've never had a dog watch TV. Like <laughs> did that yeah, I've, I've, maybe I should just leave it on and see what happens to my dogs at home. So bizarre. Well, but your TV, your big TV in your living room is still the projection, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's HD, gonna, though. I don't think so. It is. Uh, I have an HD box on it and I watch HD. How does your HD box hook up to your TV? What's the big cord? HDMI? Yeah. There is an, that goes from the box to the TV? Yeah. Okay. So maybe you're, because I remember you had the TV for a while. About so 10 years. I didn't know if it had a old, uh, like flicker rate. So maybe it does. I don't know. I, I don't guess know. I can see. Dogs watching <laughs> TV. What else? Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else is going on? What exciting mm. event. Nothing really. It's you just want to talk cars? We've never talked cars on this program. We haven't. Should we talk cars? It's so the man that, show. <laughs> no, I, I did think this was interesting. Should have brought the Camaro today. Even the women will find this interesting. It is just they did whatever. Uh, American muscle cars. Corvette has a C7 Stingray convertible that has a sticker price of 56000 bucks. A 6.2 liter V8 engine, 460 horsepower. Zero to 60 in four seconds and a top speed of 180 miles per hour. Get to Vegas in like two hours. Okay. Is the Dodge Challenger SRT8 faster or slower than that vet? Top speed. Dodge Challenger. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go slower only because it's a heavier vehicle. It has a 6.4 liter V8 over vet 6.2 V8. It has 470 horsepower over vet's 460 horsepower. And it has a top speed of 182 miles an hour over VET's 180 with a sticker price of 43000 Now, the VET is 0 to 60 in four seconds, so it's off the line much lighter, faster. Yeah. But you are saving $13,000 and getting a faster car in a Dodge Challenger? I like the Challengers, too. I, like the I love Challenger the new body too. style. But shouldn't the VET be, like, fucking way <laughs> faster than that? Well, yeah, uh, but is that the top? Is that the top of the line Challenger versus the middle of the road? Because uh, the the Corvette uh, was it the VR1, I believe, is so much faster than uh, that. Now you're getting into like, the total <laughs> dorky. This is just what Maximum did. This is all my knowledge of cars. The Viper SRTA is that faster, or slower than the VET? I'm going to go slower. Really? Yeah. The, actually, the vast, the Viper for many years I've known has been the fastest production car that's come out of American motors. The VET has a top speed of 180. The Viper has a top speed of 206. Wow. 
The Viper is 0 to 60 in 3.3 seconds. The Viper has an 8.4 liter V10 versus the Vet 6.2 V8. Oh, that would make sense. I'm not a big Viper fan, though. Never Viper. really liked them too much. Oh, I always love Vipers. <laughs> Viper missed. There was no 2013 Viper. The car was retooled. This is actually the uh, slower Viper than 2012's because they had to finally meet so many American safety guidelines and shit like that, that the car got slower and heavier. 2012 Viper is, is faster than this because it doesn't meet those things, but it's a terrible ride. Like this, I think has now has to have like a smooth suspension ride where the old one was much harsher. So a Mustang faster, slower than the vet. Oh, it's slower. Well, what Mustang though? Cause there's so many, I mean, you, this, go, you go the Shelby Cobra or, you know, the saline, I, I would go faster. All right. This is a Mustang Shelby GT 500. See, I would go faster. It is faster. Top speed of 200, zero to 60 and 3.5. And it has a 5.8 V8, which my, is interesting. My buddy had one of those. Because the vet has a 6.2 V8. So it's got less, it gets better gas mileage <laughs> and goes faster. <laughs> How about the Camaro? And the that Shelby is priced at 54000 how about the Camaro? I would have figured that was more expensive. Actually, the Camaro doesn't have a top speed listed, nor does it have price listed. It has a 7-liter V8, 500 horsepower, and Faster. Zero, to, 0 to 60 and 4.2. So it is actually slower. And the Camaro, I mean, Chevy should make the Camaro slower. Because if it was faster than the Vet, why the fuck would they sell any Vets? Because <laughs> the body style of the Camaro looks nicer? It does look nicer. <laughs> I like the, the new... Camaro. I, Camaros are hot. The Challengers are hot. The Charger is hot. The fucking Mustang needs to be reinvented. I like the Vipers. You don't. I would love, you know, that old school Trans Am. Let's get the T-Top Trans Am smoking the Bandit. <laughs> those, those things are expensive. Or 4.0. Was it 4.0 liters? Is that what they were? Those are like 100 grand. The, the, <laughs> the, old, the smoking the Bandit uh, one, The because the, people want those. It's like General Lee's. People who love those has gotten to the age and the financial means to afford them, so they've gone through the roof. And those cars are just insanely expensive. Mm-hmm. It's strange though, because like uh, you can buy a completely restored or you know decked out General Lee or Smoking the Bandit car, Bandit, and spend a hundred thousand dollars, or you could buy like a one year different Barracuda that is faster than that fucking car for like nine grand completely done. So there's, there is a whole slew of muscle cars that exist, old muscle cars that you can actually buy in the 10 to 20 range that are more awesome. Like the Camaro that you have is an expensive Camaro. There are more awesome cars that you could buy than that Camaro, but it's not as desirable, but they're fucking faster or faster. better. All sorts of cool. You know, there's a lot of Nova's Nova's, Nova's are, are badass yeah, cars. They're, they're the cool the cool. older, Nova's anyway. Mm-hmm. You put a big engine in that fucker. It's got uh-huh, yeah, the Nova head. SS, mm-hmm. the Chevelle, even the the four five four. Chevelles, Impalas, mm-hmm. a lot of cool cars. I watch a lot of Velocity now. <laughs> Watching, <laughs> I have abandoned HGTV because I'm tired of they don't put any shows on where you actually get to see how things are done. They're just like, dude, they have a fucking new show where while you're at dinner, they renovate your house renovation Raiders. So you go to dinner and four hours later you come home and like your kitchen and dining room have completely been redone. And I sit here and I'm like, you can't make the fucking paint dry in that time. The tile can't dry. This is just not possible. So 
I thought about developing a show where in the time you're in the bathroom, we tear down your house and rebuild it around you. <laughs> you only even notice. It takes you to take a shit. So you go to the bathroom and take a shit. We have a camera on you in there. You're on the toilet. <laughs> then you come out. Read the joke book. A whole different house is around you, just like that. So it just got so stupid. So I started watching uh, Velocity. Where at least they show you how they do things on cars, and now you're learning about cars. cars. Yeah, I've always loved cars. Just never was smart enough not to chase that money pit. Now the Camaro, there's always something wrong with it. it totally, <laughs> it's, it's, there's it's always going to be something. That's why it's 45 years old, 46 years old. Yeah, it's an old car. There's constantly something's wrong. Beautiful car. I mean, even when it, even as it's in perfect condition, it still rattles and has all those problems mm-hmm. and everything. Leaks um, oil. I, I am digging. Leaves its mark. Gas Monkey Garage. He not only restores cars, he brings them up to date. Like puts in brand new Dodge motors or, you know, stuff like that. A Corvette motor, Volvo engine, whatever. Crazy shit in these cars. You pop the hood and they look like a car that just came offline. So he takes an old beat up car. So the only thing's the same as the VIN number on the car. Yeah. And it, but he did what well, looks like that old when well, they're fucking faster, you know, way faster <laughs> and better gas mileage, <laughs> better gas mileage. You know, he brings these things to life, puts on current day suspensions and all that sort of stuff on them. And it's not too bad. You know, the cars that he produces are like 50, 60 grand. So I don't know if that's such a bad investment to get like a, a 65 Stang or a 68 Camaro or a 65 Nova or something that is like, it just came out of Detroit brand new. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, but if you have the new engine of today, though, wouldn't that take the value down of that car? Because it's no longer a classic. Well, you're not. Because so now many, it's just the body style. But so many of those cars don't have value anyway. They, and I've learned this, too. There is a big difference between a restored car and a an original car. And an original car that has just been brought back to life. Like all the original parts have been left on it. But as soon as you start changing out the engine anyway whether you're going to take that the 289 out of a, a Mustang and put in a 302, you might as well just put in, you know, the brand new. At that point you've changed so it. You've changed it. You've changed it too much. And the bulk of cars that are out there cannot like you have, what do you have a 67 Camaro mm-hmm. and you, what's it worth? Anywhere. Between, <laughs> it depends on what someone's willing to buy. Probably about 40 right now. Right. Okay. I looked at 67 Camaro project cars on eBay and uh, they were like, you get one for five to seven grand. No matter what you do, you cannot make that a forty thousand, fifty thousand, hundred thousand dollar car because it doesn't have the right VIN. It's not going to have the original paint. It's not going to have the original interior. It's got to be rebuilt. At the most, you're going to make it is a twenty thousand dollar car if you're lucky. Yeah, make it a nice show car or a drag car. It's not even necessarily a nice show car. I mean, some people at the local uh, shows will appreciate it, but it's not going to be winning best in show because there's no, no originality to it. Uh, then the numbers don't match. The things like that. The Meekum auction is actually this weekend in Monterey. I don't know if you've ever watched it, but they talk about a car will come up and you'll think, who the fuck's going to buy that Nova? But it is one of three Novas that was produced in cream color, and it's the only one known. And this is the original paint, and it has the original factory air and on the column shift or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And these guys know that, and the car fucking sells for a hundred grand. And you're just like, holy shit, because it was just so original and so kept up. So you buy that $5,000 car or $7,000 car from eBay. And you're going to go through and you're going to renovate it. You might as well fucking drop. And it costs a lot of money to redo a, a car. a ton of money. 
you might as well drop that fucking you know Viper engine in it and or whatever the c- most current technology and make it put the V10 500 horsepower yeah, make it a badass car <laughs> just never open the hood I knew a guy who did Porsches and he would take uh, like the 70s Porsches and pull out the VW bug motors the VW motors and put in Buick motors six cylinder Buick motors would fit in it and the cars ran so much better you didn't have to deal with all the you know bug type shit they ran you know, really well. Speaking of bug shit, I saw a thing, the, what's the 21 window van? What year is it? 59 or something? I forget what year. <laughs> VW could not put a zero to 60 rating in their advertising because they couldn't get the van to go faster <laughs> than 59. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I thought that was awesome too. <laughs> we can't get it faster than 59. So we can't listen. Let's put it downhill 60. with a tailwind. <laughs> I think they tried. Tried everything to do. Take that. it up to San Francisco, block off some streets. <laughs> that'd be that'd be a nice van to have because that's got to be worth some money, also. Again, if it's original, then it is. Well, yeah, you but, can't make one. I mean, I guess you probably could make it. Well, they window. do, and I see that on Velocity now too. I mean, they nearly do rebuild cars. There's another show called Wheeler Dealers, which is pretty neat. Uh, two guys who he will go out. One of them goes out and buys the cars. He's the buying and seller, and the other's the mechanic. And they try to renovate the car to make a profit. So they try to get the least amount into the car that they can to make the most out of it. And one of the things, like he was working on a Mustang, the quarter panel was aftermarket. And they, so they sourced out a original Ford from another, from a beat up Mustang and put it on it. And that improves the car's value because the lines between the door and the fender line up perfectly in the hood. They're nice and clean. Where the aftermarket, they're not. To which I was like, I don't understand like, why the aftermarket just doesn't make the fucking thing exactly the yeah, same. It seems like they would. Well, yeah, why wouldn't you uh, just line up the holes exactly the same? But uh, anyway, I don't remember what the hell your question was. <laughs> what you had said that I went on to that. Uh, um, okay. Making the 21 window vans where we, we were going. And then- oh, there's a lot of, I'll see on some of the shows where they'll actually fabricate parts where you just, that just doesn't exist anymore. So you got to make it sort of like American chopper used to make gas tanks and stuff. These guys will just fabricate parts from scratch for classic cars, which is pretty awesome and amazing too. So they, they make, they make all sorts of shit that never existed. One shop made a split window hard top for a 65 convertible vet. So, and they made it in such a way that it didn't damage the car. So the car could still roll with its rag top, but you could also put the rag top down and put this hard top onto it and it looked like a split window vet, hmm. but it wasn't, you know, obviously the value wasn't there except to the owner. Of course, that's a problem. Cool. Yeah. That's a problem with most classic cars is people think they're worth more than they are. You know, they're just like, oh, that's, you know how rare that car is. It's only rare if someone's fucking wanting that's to buy right. it. It's, <laughs> it's only worth what someone's willing to pay for it. Exactly. Speaking of worth what someone's willing to pay it and American muscle, you can buy a 4,000 square foot house for a dollar. Oh, really? Yes. You're interested? <laughs> yeah. Well, who wouldn't be? <laughs> who wouldn't be? It's in the heart of Detroit. <laughs> hmm. And they have marked the house down to $1 because it wasn't selling for its original asking price of $900. <laughs> so can you... Oh. Hmm. I heard about this. I didn't actually read up on no, it. I'm just curious. So you buy it and you, you hang on to it for, you know, it's real estate. It's going to go back up at some point. 
One would think, but I know I know where you're going. Go there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, it seems like it's worth it to keep it, hang on to it for you know, God knows how long, whatever, and then sell it for I mean, you sell it for ten, you still made that thousand dollar, thousand percent profit. Detroit homes still selling for one dollar. The Daily Caller. For those who were worried about being priced out of buying a home, look no further than Detroit, where eighteen homes are listed for one hundred dollars or less and nine listed for $1. The rest are listed at various amounts in between $50 and $80 for Detroit real estate. The first property, a heavily damaged three-bedroom, two-bath with more than 1,400 square feet, listed on the website for $1 at 13396 Indian Street. The property has an estimated value of $30,000 from Zillow, plunging from 84000 in November 2006. So why aren't people buying them then? Um, according to the Michigan uh, Association of Realtors, I could pay cash for that. Uh, totally, you don't even need to finance. <laughs> Actually, it would be kind of cool to finance it. Right. I finance this over thirty years. For some reason, the average transaction price for most automobile brands was thirty thousand in September two thousand twelve. Reports Fox News. In other words, you can buy two houses in Detroit for the price of one car. So I could buy like a whole city block for like totally thirty you bucks. Could, you could afford to buy all eighteen. Um, well, why aren't people doing it? I don't know. That's what I was hoping they would get to in this article. I have the feeling that you probably have the city then is going to put the squeeze on you that you have to knock the house down because it's uh, condemned. So you're going to then uh, have to deal with that expense. And now you just have a piece of property. Yeah, but even land at some point is going to be worth something, right? One would think there's still utilities to that property unless the utilities have just been so damaged. Which is possible because so many people left Detroit that leaving the utilities unused may have damaged them. May have, you know, once they stop functioning, then they get fucked up. Uh, that could be. I don't know. I mean, but people aren't buying them. There's several articles here. You can buy home for less than five hundred, then thirteen homes for less than a hundred bucks. They're all beat up and they look like shit. <laughs> I imagine so. I don't know. Maybe you need to be a local resident and they just can't afford that anymore. <laughs> can't afford your dollar. Detroit is selling homes at the at the 99 cent store. <laughs> you, can, you can pick up some fake Oreos and a house. And I don't, maybe they're just Mom, in. Mom, can I get this house? <laughs> such terrible areas that you just can't get the vagrants out or, I don't, I don't know. It seems like there's some opportunity there. Yeah, so you hold on to it for what, 10, 15 years? worth a buck property tax on that well it seems like you could buy it for a dollar and flip it for two pretty quickly <laughs> you think and there, there's 100 percent of your money back right, right there. you've doubled your money yeah. i mean you might even be able to get 10 <laughs> you just find the right buyer and just wait uh, sell it to my buddy you know the other issue is bet it be, in a poker game you still have to pay the uh yeah the taxes and the escrow and all that bullshit so even I wonder if they if they're like LA if they'll assess the value at the sale price, <laughs> or if they maybe that's it the value you know, six cents tax <laughs> property. No, tax. it's it's one point two five percent. So on a dollar, it would be one and a quarter cents that you owe in sales tax or in property tax. Here's the nickel. House. Keep the change. The city needs it. <laughs> yeah, I'll donate to the city. <laughs> but escrow is still going to cost you a few grand to buy the house. So and I don't, people don't want to people don't want to live in. Why would Detroit come back, though? Why won't it? Well, it's a major city. It no, it back. was. I mean, there are there are ghost towns. 
they they exist. Yeah, but I don't see Detroit as being one of those. It's too big, too populated. There are thousands of acres. Let's fence it in. Possibly. And turn it into a prison. Pro- po- oh, no. Let's just get rid of everything. Escape, escape from New York style. Yeah, put it. Why not? There, Where are they going to go? Canada? You know, there could even be millions. But I know there's thousands of acres of land in the United States that is uninhabited. Like, n- literally nobody lives there. No one, oh, yeah. fly, no one goes out. Yeah, fly across to, country. Yes. Look down. <laughs> well, well, yeah. I mean, more so like in states like Montana and stuff, northern states, there's a lot of countryside that doesn't have uh, – there. Nothing is there. It's just trees. It's literally just forests. Everywhere that there's Sasquatch sightings is <laughs> is pretty much like, which oh, yeah. which gives to the possibility that there could be Sasquatch living out there because there's just thousands of acres where there really aren't any people. No, there are. We've seen pictures of the Sasquatch or mm-hmm. the acres because I've seen Sasquatch. The pictures of the acres. Never seen a good one of the Sasquatch though. <laughs> the uh, Bigfoot to those people who don't know what Sasquatch is. <laughs> So anyway, so there, all of that place is uninhabited. So why would Detroit come back? Unless there's an industry, unless cars all of a sudden boom there, which doesn't make any sense anymore. No. I mean, why would you build cars today in Detroit anyhow? Like, it's too fucking cold. It's not, not near a dock. It's not an ideal Trains? place. Yeah, but what do you want? I don't know. What, what do you want to freight Nissan things Nissan is now? in Tennessee. Uh, uh, Toyota's, I think, Tennessee also. Well, Tennessee is just like one state above Louisiana, Georgia, right? So it's not, it's not far not, away from the Gulf. But it's still far. It's not going to be close. Well, some of these places, like I remember GM built a big plant in Mexico. And the reason that they did it was because they essentially built an entire city. It's like the old slave camps of uh, I owe my soul to the company store. <laughs> it's like that. They owned everything. So people went to work for... GM. There was a lot of scrutiny over that, over GM creating slaves, making Mexican slaves, because they, you, when you went to work for GM, they gave you a house and they built a school and your kids could have education. Everything was confined in this GM city. Uh, I believe Pullman did that also. Who? Pullman Railroad Card. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, back in the, I think it was the 1800s, he had a whole community. It was all Pullman. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. As we go back historically, this is just. Yeah, this is what, 80s? 10 years ago, 20 years ago, whatever. So, I mean, it's fairly recent. Uh, So I don't know if that's the case in Tennessee that the Honda or Nissan may have been able to take over an entire workforce of people who existed there and you could take advantage of it and essentially own them. I mean, that's what happens when you uh, work in Hershey's, Pennsylvania. Guess where you work? (laughs) I mean, this is all across the country that, you know, you're – in Idaho, you make potatoes or you grow potatoes um, or you grow corn that the government has you throw away or wherever those things are. Anyway. Uh, subsidies. Yeah, subsidies. So why would like why would you go to Detroit? It's too fucking far away from any port. You'd have to truck things in and out or freight things in and out. It's not like there's a huge workforce, uh, talented workforce there eager to work. I mean, it's been shut down. But the down. factory, I mean, it's... It's you don't need talent for factory work, right? Well, the problem is you don't need people for factory work anymore. Well, that's, that's true too. So why would you build it in Detroit? I guess no because sick the real days, estate, no one, the no maternity leave, right? You build robots. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was a big flaw with the movie Elysium, by the way. But whatever. There's a lot of flaws with the movie Elysium. You haven't seen it. So I have not seen it yet. No. Did you want to see it? I did want to see it. I was really both of us really excited about it, but 
the laundry list of problems with Elysium. And what does that mean? What? Elysium? Elysium or Elysium? Elysium. I don't know. It's, it's, I, I don't know because it was in Wonderlust also. The, the place that they ended up was... Elysium oh. is like a... So I was just curious what it actually means. Uh, I didn't know if they said what it means. No, they didn't. But the word Elysium, I mean, it means it's like a fantasy land. Is it? Yeah. It's, I'll go with that. I didn't know. I, I know it was in Wonderlust. You never heard of the word? Uh, what do I want to say? Not using my vocabulary. Yeah, it's... it's a, it, I don't... Fuck, I'll Google it. But <laughs> it's like a fantasy land, a utopia. Ah, okay. Yeah, Elysium is that like a utopia. Sense. Just happened. I, I saw previews. Well, and I saw Wanderlust. This show here is to uh, put your curiosities to rest. The place at the ends of the earth to which certain favored heroes uh, were conveyed by the gods after death. Uh, conveyed by the gods after death. I did read that correctly. It doesn't make fucking much sense. <laughs> right. Okay. Or a place of state or perfect happiness. Utopia. All right. So just something that I guess wasn't in your... That's just nothing I use a lot. Yeah, you've seen the trailer. So there's, mm-hmm. they've got the, the world the above. up there, and then people are on Earth. Matt Damon's son is sick. Got to get him up there. No, but not okay. what it was. I thought the I thought he was that something that's was right sick or so on. Yeah, you know, of course, that's the thing is there's sickness, and that is part of it. Just not Matt Damon's son. Oh, I figured there had to be some kind of relative that needed to get well. There are so many problems with the script. They could have been fixed in 15 minutes. Just a laundry list of why they do this, why they do that. And the, why, the only maybe reason, it's the cut. Maybe the, the editor. No, <laughs> no, you couldn't. And I mean, maybe a few things early on. You're I'm like, all right, I'll let that go. Okay. Why? Did, why? All right. I'll let that go. But then they just, they pile up so much and it's just so contrived and forced that it's just to make, just so they can force the story on you, just push it on you and make things work. But no one bothered to sit down to just go, well, what would the character actually do this? So Matt Damon's bad. not that kind of actor. He's like, why would I do this? What's my motivation here? Matt Damon's really not the problem with the movie. Uh, most of what. No, I'm not saying he is. Yeah. I'm saying, but wouldn't he be like, okay, so I mean, if, if it's uh, way, the way you're talking, it makes he's it sound driving, like he's like. Yeah, he's a driving force and he should have spoken up, but so should have Jodie Foster. But here's the weird thing is like, all of Jodie Foster's dialogue is ADR'd. Every time she comes on screen, it's bad ADR. So the only thing that I can think is she tried to perform with an accent, and I think she probably didn't have it during the shoot. So in post, where they had to ADR it all to make it consistent, it was probably a mess. And even if they would have chosen her performance and it's hard to tell because the adr is so jarring she's terrible in it she's it's she's her whole part is just bad she's just bad it's because she's lesbian now i did oh yeah that's right she talked to wait a minute she came out for a second time <laughs> is she the one that that thanked millions of people for leaving her private life alone I don't remember. On the was that her? Yeah, I think it was. She she said something about Where she was. She like, came out again. Now that I have this public arena, I would like to thank all millions and millions of you watching to leave me alone. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. And that was the moment where I was like, "She's gay." So she's she gay wants again. She wants to be private, but she just told me she was gay. She but she, but that was, she, that's not the first time she came out. She came I out like know. three years ago or something like that. I, don't before. Know. I, mean, I didn't know, and I don't care. <laughs> exactly. She's okay. terrible. Um, she's an Academy Award winner. I, she is, and she's there's terrible. no excuse for her being terrible in Elysium. 
but yeah, anyway, Matt Damon, Matt Damon's character lacks really one flaw that it should have had to make his character better, but he, his performance is solid. It's good. The story, as far as, you know, he goes, he is, is good. The story is decent. Matt Damon. (laughs) The story is decent. The problem is just, there's just too many fucking flaws where you're like, why would you do that? So that's a, that's a Netflix. Um, Definitely. Definitely. (laughs) Say it when you're free. I'll give you an example of it doesn't spoil anything. The Secretary of Defense does not know if the president has children. Yeah, that could be an issue. <laughs> Isn't that weird? The Secretary of Def- Defense is having an argument with the president in the scene and says, do you have kids? And the president says, no, I don't. Well, if you had kids, then you would understand. And I'm like, she doesn't know if he, how do you? <laughs> That's right. You I have nothing to do with politics, and I know that our president has two children. <laughs> so, president before that had children. So, president before that, children. So much illogical shit like that. And I'm sitting here going, okay, I get the point. Was the point of the argument is to if you had kids, you'd understand. But don't ask the fucking president if he has kids. You know he doesn't have kids. So just, just rewrite it. it in that if you had kids, you would understand. Like, just fucking spend 15 more minutes and rewrite the scene. And there's tons of that throughout the movie. Where Maybe he was supposed to have kids. Fuck, I don't know. It's just whatever. So many mm. problems. So many problems with this movie. And what are you going to go see tonight? Well, tonight might be the free movie at the Academy Theater, which is Two Guns, Mark Wahlberg and Denzel Washington. Yeah. Or, I got an invite for Creep on Thursday. I don't know if I'm going to go to that or not. What is Creep? I don't know. Uh, you don't even know like who made it or anything. Uh, I read it. Like, no, I, I, I saw like it. the brief synopsis. And I started skimming over it. I'm like, eh, I don't know. It's my first day, kids. I don't know if I'm going to go or not. Mm. If we don't go see that, we may go pay and see where the Millers. That looks funny. Yeah, that was well. It's uh, directed by Rawson, who did uh, Dodgeball. So, and I love Dodgeball. So, uh, and I love Jennifer okay. Aniston. Dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. That's right. Duck, dodge, dumb. Dick Dodge Duck <laughs> Dynasty something I don't know the five D's of dodgeball whatever the hell it is so we might go see one of those two we'll see um, last night I was just like I thought I really wanted to see Elysium so so disappointed <laughs> and now I want my money back I did I kind of did I was I really was like this is bad <laughs> I don't say this very often but yeah I you guys my money back someone really fucked up and I shouldn't have to pay for it <laughs> like, you lied to me. <laughs> You guys severely lied to me. Uh, yeah. Um, so whatever. What else? Is there anything else? Or should we uh, I short? don't think so. Nothing Nothing exciting? No good stories about getting peed on or pooped on? Uh, no, no, none of that. Stuff. Let's see. Getting drunk in Vegas. We we won most of our money back on their money. So the whole weekend cost us like a buck. buck well, we went to Benihana's for dinner. So that was like 150 bucks. So that was your entire expenditure for the weekend? Well, about 300 now with gambling. and You could have bought like nine square miles in Detroit. <laughs> That's right. Damn it. I'm an idiot. Well, it was her 40th. Well, would she be happier with nine square miles in Detroit? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. If you buy enough land in Detroit, then you could keep the riffraff out. You just put your house in the middle of the nine square miles and it wouldn't matter. Yeah. But Carrie has a bond with those urban community the thug life now uh, that's right Those urbans as you call them carry as a bomb with the urban this is the urban dictionary and we were urban also 
You're urban? I guess I'd be suburban. You aren't urban. Yeah, I'd be suburban. <laughs> you aren't urban. <laughs> white trash, <laughs> maybe. Not <laughs> urban. <laughs> I'll take the white trash. Yeah. I, I meet a lot of, run or see a lot of urban people in Hollywood. You are <laughs> yeah. not urban. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I saw, oh, I saw bum fights. Uh, I saw well, a bum or two bums fight. Fucking strange. I'm walking down Hollywood Boulevard and a, a fight breaks out across the street. And two bums, they're, you know, as a typical guy fight, it's mostly like wrestling. They're hugging each other. But what was strange is a third guy who was not, a, at least not dressed like a bum. Like his clothes were clean. He looked clean. He looked, he looked normal. He looked like he was out to lunch or whatever. He all of a sudden became a fight promoter and was like yelling at the two guys. And he's like, you fucking put him down, put him down, get him down. And is just, you just hit him in the face, give it to him. And was like, the two guys are sort of moving around, hovering, hugging. And this dude is like right next to him. It's like something out of a fucking Rocky movie. <laughs> and Mickey is like at the side of the fucking ring yelling. And I'm just cut my so, eye. cut my eye, Mick. Literally so strange that I stopped and so did a bunch of other people. And I'm watching this and I'm looking around. I'm like, where's the camera? Like, this is so weird that there's got to be a camera. The two guys finally broke from each other and then started literally swinging like you do see in a fight movie. No longer hugging, but swinging and making contact. The refs broke them up. Well, the ref didn't. He just, he was like just egging him on. And I have no idea whose side he was on other than maybe just wanting to see blood, but fucking crazy. Like the way that he was yelling at him straight out of a movie and then, and they break up, like I say, and they're now they're like fucking hitting and making contact. And I'm really looking for a camera. Cause I'm like, nobody fights like this in real life. People just hug and like shove. And that's the end of it. No one actually, someone waits for it to be broken up. Yeah. No one actually takes swings and they're swinging and making contact. And then all of a sudden you hear the siren go off and Hollywood Boulevard has a lot of cops that they're not on segways. They're on like these three wheel stand up scooters. I don't know if you've ever seen them. I've seen them. Yeah. So look like chariots kind of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they look like a chariot. So they're kind of rolling in and, you know, breaking things up and they get a hold of the two guys and start talking to them. I don't know if they got a hold of the third guy though. Because at this point, I was like, eh, it's over. Moving on. <laughs> I was like, I guess it wasn't a fucking movie. <laughs> they were really fighting. Um, Bum I, fights. I didn't say, well, yeah, there, there was that. And then when I got back to the office, I talked about that. And so many people did, had no idea what I was talking about when I really? said bump fights. Yeah, I'm like, you don't remember that? I'm like, what? Huge was, market. Someone made a lot of money. It was actually, someone got into a lot of trouble. Well, I they think did that, that dude, too. <laughs> I think that dude ended up, well... When you're in the business of making bum fight videos, you're probably in other businesses <laughs> that are unscrupulous as well. Because that, yeah, the dude, I think, just, like, disappeared. In Vegas, in Fremont, you do see, see some interesting stuff. You know, people talking to each to themselves and, like, doing, we saw one girl who was, like, doing ninja moves and starting to yell at herself and then starting to do some more ninja moves. And It's like Hollywood Boulevard. It is. It totally is. All right. So I'm Vince Roca. I'm Michael Hutchinson. And uh, I don't know, you know, at the beginning, we didn't say you were listening to Convinced, or I didn't say that. So well, you, you probably were, should. You just listened to Convinced. So. Yes, you did. And fuck fags. I say it's pro, but I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, more on the show, visit goodconvinced.com.